I would like to tell you about my friend, who is probably by now the most travelled Devonian in history. <laughs> On his travels, there's a strong possibility you've already met him. In fact, tens of thousands of people have indeed been amazed by him around the world. So, possibly no introduction is needed. However, I can guarantee that despite his globe-trotting fame, no one has known his name, uh, confidentiality and all that. In fact, it's an oddity of this story that such a well-known figure should have become so famous without ever having done anything. <laughs> In all truth, he's a non-entity who, I guess, had recognition thrust on him at a late stage. <laughs> Too late a stage would be more accurate. But enough of this enigmatic nonsense. Let me tell you about A.J. Uh, well, that's what everyone called him. And, uh, hmm, with the best will in the world, I'm blowed if I can think what those initials stand for. Everyone in our Devon village simply called him A.J. And A.J. was a Jack the Lad, a true Jack of all trades and master of none. Botcher. If there was a fast buck to be made, A.J. was always head of the queue. If there was a scam going, our A.J. was probably behind it. Though, to be fair, he was what I would describe as an honest rogue. Never actually broke the law, more sort of coasted along the grey edge between honesty and skullduggery. Probably best not to ask too many questions. Let it simply be said that AJ did not work at anything in particular and yet earned a good living. If he had a fault it was that a good reason he had money was that he rarely spent any. My wallet is like an onion. Open it makes me cry was a favourite saying of his, especially when it came to his turn to buy a round of drinks. So that was our AJ. And as for him, he regarded the world is uh, my lobster, which was another of his phrases. We, um, <clears throat> of course, did try to correct him by pointing out the phrase was, the world is your oyster, but he would have none of it. I knows my fish, he snorted, <laughs> therefore proving he hadn't heard of either mollusks or crustaceans. But that's all in the by and by. What you need to know about this is that AJ had a beat-up old Land Rover and lived in what he termed a farm, though well, some imagination was needed to justify this description which was the at the end of a typical Devon lane. Uh, wider than most, two cars could squeeze past at a push. But you know the sort, sort of dug out of the surrounding countryside in a never-ending gully. Along this he drove at breakneck speed, and woe betide you if you met AJ in his old rover coming the other way. He took no prisoners. But... What he was good at was killing, 
uh, well, killing wildlife, that is. You know, the innocent little critters which had failed to know that A.J. in his Land Rover was a killing machine. He did for nature what Donald Trump did for evolution. A.J. always drove with a full beams, headlights on, and any poor rabbit, hare, pheasant, grouse which got in dazzled in the beam was a gomer. A.J. was the killing machine, and he was a godsend to us locals, as, of course, fresh roadkill was a delicacy. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah! We Devonians love anything which is free. At least uh, the grouse didn't have any lead shot in it to break our fillings, and A.J. also had a special knack of not leaving the poor animals too mashed up with tire tread marks. Oh, I missed a damn big peasant today, he once boasted. Been a beaut for the pot. Uh, don't you mean pheasant, we chided. No, I knows what I mean, says he. I knows what I mean. Now, the problem with all this slaughter was that A.J. Hmm, sadly was a vegetarian. It really annoyed him, you know, missing out on the good hearty meal supplied free by a kamikaze wildlife. As a result, he had to give away all he killed, which made up for the fact that the mean sod never bought a drink in our pub. <laughs> but AJ was not born to appreciate generosity. Free was not in his vocabulary. As giving was another word that hurt him, he was assert, determined to find a way to benefit from its hobby. Indeed, to use his own mixed metaphor, I could sell sand to the Eskimos. So that's what he set out to do. Having established that offering free food was a good way to make friends, but mm, uh, a lousy way to make money, he set out to find a way to make money out of his roadkill. Hmm. The problem was that no one wanted to pay for what they could get free, understandably. I indeed, after the corporate shoots on the local big farm estates, the VIP guns took a brace or two for themselves, and the rest of the carcasses were buried in a pit. Supply exceeded demand, so hmm, no value on that front. AJ's next idea was taxidermy, or... Staffing the dead, as he indelicately put it. To give him his fair due, he did research the subject at some length. As I sees it, the money is in the trophy kills, he waxed lyrically in our pub. You know, the lions, tigers, elephants shot by the rich kids. Something with antlers to hang on your wall. Um, do you actually get much big game on your farm lane? We chided. Yeah, God, you daft gits. Uh, collectors like buzzards, rarer species, anything which can be stuffed and displayed in a glass dome. Uh, 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 I noticed uh, uh, an antique. Taxidermy Eagle Hour sold for 200 nicker on eBay last week. <laughs> a, a, a 
gothic flea-infested eight-pound barbell went for much more. Well, no idea why. Morbid fascination with death, if you ask me. No one did. Ask him, that is. Mainly because for a while AJ disappeared. He boasted, and I quote him exactly, he had... I've raised cholesterol on this farm to buy a training. Rumour had it that this involved him studying to become a taxidermist at the Morbid Autonomy Museum in Brooklyn. But as he'd never been out of Devon as far as anyone could tell, this was probably just wild gossip. Oh, hang on, hang on. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Well, I told you earlier about him being a traveller. <laughs> no, no, no. But more about that later. No, more likely he buried himself in his farm and taught himself to skin and restuff all kinds of creatures. You know, uh, scruff them up a bit to make them look like uh, Victorian antiques. Uh, when he re-emerged from self-else isolation, we were none too impressed by the results. Come to think of it, nor was he. It's, uh, well, it's, uh... Work in progress. Yeah, that's what he did. See, see look, 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 this one c covered the remains in fleas. I, I tore out fur to make him look old. Uh, sealed what was left in a glass dome from the antique market. But, uh, yeah, 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 you, you're right. Uh, the breeder still don't look real, do you? That was an understatement. Is it uh, supposed to be a creature from Mars, AJ? Yeah, Gods, oh, yeah, I know what you mean, though. But the bleeding glass eyes kept falling out. Yeah, uh, uh, the feathers wouldn't stay stuck, and the beak, the bleeding beak drooped. Oh, the breeder looks like a horror show. He bemoaned. Uh, what's that um, coming out of its bottom, AJ? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I can't stop. The injected, expanded filler foam oozing out of his arse. Uh, yeah, well, it's happening with all the creatures are stuffed. But, yeah, but, oh, look, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Don't be too bloody critical. And in recognition of his endeavours, we put up a sign above the bar in the pub. It read, If you ever find yourself being chased by AJ the taxidermist, never play dead. Good advice. But the fact that his early experiments in recreating Victoriana stuffed animals failed gave him another idea. Rogue taxidermy. Look, it, uh, it says here in this library book. Oh, he didn't know you did that, we joked. Yay, God, of course I often go to the library. Uh, no, no, we didn't mean that. We meant read. Oh, you stupid blighters. Look, look, it says in this book about stuffing animal corks, corpses, that, uh, that rogue taxidermist. If they do that, they can earn a fortune from making uh, two-headed budges and sassy anthropomorph... Anthropomorph... Anthropomorphic... Oh, brilliant. Human-like mice. Oh, yeah, whatever that means. Anyway, these guys, they focus on concept... 
intellectual ideas, creating fictitious animals, you know, putting together different body parts from for a fantastic world display. As it happened, we didn't know, guess we didn't have AJ's vision, but AJ's renewed enthusiasm ensured he disappeared from public life once again, or more precisely, pub life. He re-emerged with a business card reading, Carcass Artiste, a pioneer in ethical taxidermy. I can remember he came down to the pub one evening to get our honest opinion on new species he had created, including a fish with a monkey's head and a squirrel with turkey's wings. Unfortunately, we were unable to express our views as we couldn't stop laughing, <laughs> partly due to the fact that AJ had not yet solved the problem of the white polyurethane shit. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, wh wh <laughs> What's that other one, AJ? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, well, that's a failure. Uh, sort of sewed the head and the arse onto the wrong ends of the cat. Uh, guess I could say it was a real uh, <laughs> cat-astrophe. <laughs> how he laughed, how he all laughed, despite his failures. R.A.J. retained his sense of humour. And A.J. was not the type to be discouraged by ridicule. Oh, no, not him, unfortunately. Look, 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 look. the world's my lobster, so uh, as I sees it, think big, think global. It's a great unwashed in this country. Don't want to buy my stuff, rodents. That's their bleeding loss. Not mine. Uh, so, uh, well, what's the plan, AJ? So, yeah, right, what I say is flog them. Flog them to countries full of Johnny foreigners who are more gullible and, yeah, don't have our British species. Bit of polyurethane on the outside and expanded polystyrene inside. Uh, I, I, I reckon I can make them look like their own native creatures. You know, the ones which are rare. Command a higher price, about to become extinct. Like, well, yeah, what, 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 what do you think? We didn't think. Much more fun teasing him. Well, uh, maybe you could sell your parrots on higher purchase. <laughs> or, or at least um, sell them going cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> oh dear, and so our mockery went on and on. Oh, ye gods, was his only response as he planned his leap to fame and fortune. So we patted him on the back and returned to what we were good at drinking in the local pub. As for AJ, he retreated to his so-called farm yet again, and when he came back a few weeks later, he was all smiles. It appeared he had started making big bucks. I, <coughs> I told you, I told you I could sell sand to the Eskimos, he boasted. Sold what looked like a, a, a European mink to a collector in Germany, a, a, a slender Bill Curlew to some thick nutter in Sweden, and an Iberian lynx uh, to a museum in Prague. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that was my pride and joy, that lynx. 
Oh, it took me ages to make Audrey's tabby cat look like that. I had to stretch the whole skeleton and pad it out with polystyrene. Hey, 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 woo, 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 woo. Tiddles was put down at the vets, we said. Oh, ye gods, don't you think I know that dull of old age, didn't it? Hey, but Audrey, oh, Audrey, oh, she she won't know she buried an empty box. No, uh, that's a mate of mine. Uh, help me sort of, uh, well, reassign the corpse for a second life. Uh, yeah, as long as she doesn't go to Prague, she'll, well, she'll never know what happened to Tiddles. We looked aghast, but said out. This is all going too far. AJ, over the coming months, branched out into recreating foreign animals, which were not just rare, like the ones I mentioned, but ones which, ha which had actually become extinct. He claimed in his eBay adverts that he was a dealer in extinct species, having acquired private taxidermy collections from around the world. Uh, let me think. Oh, yes, the Balearic and Sardinian giant shrews, uh, the uh, Canary Island giant rat, the Cretan owl. Uh, yeah, they were among the, his big sellers. His only barrier to selling more was finding a more suitable roadkill which could be moulded to look like extinct species. This was at times challenging as too many had tyre marks on them. Oh, ye gods, if only cross-ply tyres had been used in Victorian days, these snuff critters would not now be so difficult to palm off as antiques. He overcame the problem by dragging a net along the side of his Land Rover. When animals were transfixed in his headlights, he swerved to one side and they were scooped up in the net and dumped into his cooler box. But still, demand outstrips supply. And it was about this time that, well, um, certain pets went missing. Now, I'm not saying A.J. was to blame. I'm, I'm just saying it was a coincidence. It was then that the first dark cloud blew up. The man from the ministry turned up in our village and asked to speak to Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, hang on. I forgot. I forgot, of course, of course, of course. That is what the J's stood for. He was Mr Jones. Huh, I remember now. Anyway, he tracked down AJ and wanted to see his A10 form. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I left it at home, said AJ, who was hiding in the corner of the pub. Any uh, taxidermist wishing to sell a protected item must register with DEFRA and or APHA and obtain an Article 10 licence, known as the A10 form, uh, to sell any item falling into the current parameters of the law for that specimen. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that's what I thought said A.J., trying to look as wise as possible. Yeah, I, I, I'll bring it in for inspection uh, next time I'm in town, OK? In the end, he got away with that one on the grounds that he was dealing in foreign antiques being sold in Europe. Oh, we ain't in Europe, matey, so get stuffed, he later told the man from the ministry. Bear in mind A.J.'s new profession, the official took that as a threat and withdrew. But more was to come. I am looking for a uh, Mr. Jones.
said a Norwegian-looking official, who unwisely came knocking on the door of the pub. Are you he? Well, yeah, I, uh, well, uh, could be. Uh, depends uh, which Mr. Jones you're looking for. How many Joneses live in the village? Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, just the one. Then I guess I'm addressing the Mr. Jones, the pioneer of ethical taxidermy. Yes, so I have a complaint. Uh, have you uh, tried taking a laxative? I am sorry, I do not understand. Uh, he's um, joking, sir, says I. Uh, can I translate as I speak Italian? I am uh, from Sweden. Claims have been made that Mr. Jones has been engaged in killing protected species. I have an international arrest warrant. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. But they're not real species, pleaded our mate, Mr. Jones. Just, well, look alike, sir, mate. Uh, see, look here. Here's my business card. It says, Carcass Artiste. Uh, then you have made some powerful enemies. If you have been selling fakes or what you call look-alike carcasses, then I strongly suggest you refund the money as soon as possible. These are dangerous people you have tricked. The conversation went back and forth, and eventually it was agreed that Mr. A.J. wrote letters of apology and refunded the money charged. And the, if he did that, then the money and the charges would be dropped, yes. The problem was that, um, well, giving back money was not exactly his strong point. He decided to play dead for a while with the hope the complaints would go away. Yeah, live and get stuffed, became his latest saying. Two weeks later, AJ's Land Rover crashed at high speed on the lane to his farm and hit a tree. He wasn't found for 24 hours and, in any case... Most people think he died instantly. The only thing that was odd was that he'd run over a pyramid stake, a sort of a three-pronged nail which cannot lay flat. It caused a devastating flat tyre and was obviously the cause of the crash. Where such a gruesome spike could have come from and how it had been left on the road was well, anyone's guess. What was even stranger is that it seemed to have been wrapped inside the skin of a white rabbit. No one inquired any further, and an accidental death was recorded. And that would normally have been the end of the matter, except that A.J. had left his body to medical research. <laughs> his friends were gobsmacked. <laughs> First time he had given anything away for free, but... Facts are facts. Now, as it happened, two Germans were holiday in Devon around the time all this happened, and after a lot of negotiating, the medical fraternity agreed that his body could be donated to Body Worlds, based in Germany. In fact, right now I have in front of me a letter of appreciation which states, and I quote, <coughs> Using plastinates... The donation of Mr. Jones' body has enabled people to be taken and on an under-the-skin journey of the whole body. 
Now, if you haven't heard of Body Worlds, it is one of the most successful travelling exhibitions in the world, showing bodies from the inside out. It has to date attracted more than 50 million visitors in more than 140 cities across the world. So go to the Body Worlds website and you will see AJ. Okay, his name is not displayed, but that's him, sure enough. <laughs> Instead of polyurethane, he has been stuffed full of formaldehyde. And before you ask, there is no white extrusion coming out of his bottom. In fact, his innards look perfect. <laughs> Shame he never used this chemical soup on his animals. So, Thanks to Body World's plastination process, it means he has been preserved in all his nakedness for eternity. <laughs> well, if that isn't irony, I don't know what is. And thus, as for us, our little Devon village soldiers on without him. All that has changed is the sign above the bar. If you happen to visit, you will see it now reads If you ever find yourself being chased by A.J. the taxidermist, you must already be dead.